Hello, friend, and welcome to Joyfully Resilient Podcast. I'm Devela, your host, and I'm also a wife, fur mama, asthmatic health, faith, and fitness coach, entrepreneur, and chaser of Jesus and the abundant life that he has for me now after years of trauma and grief. Here, I believe that everyone struggles or will face a battle at some point during their life, some more than others, but the goal is to make it through the pain and the grief to find joy and resilience waiting for us on the other side. Whether you are here because you are currently struggling, have struggled, or know someone struggling, grab your cup of coffee or hype juice and come be encouraged that you are indeed not alone. Hello, hello, friend. I hope that your January was incredible. I cannot believe that it's already February, which February is my birthday month. Whoop, whoop. I will be 26 this year, which seems crazy to me. Um, I do not feel 26. And you can ask my husband, Caleb's a trooper. I can't tell you how many times I have had to ask him how old I am or ask him how old he is. So that way I know how old I am. I know it's sad. It's ridiculous, but here we are. Uh, this is just, I, I think after you turn 18, everything is a blur. Like you hit 18, you're an adult, the real world slaps you in the face, and then you're just like sent on your merry way. And from then, everything else is just truly a blur. It's been a great blur, but I just, I can't believe it. I cannot believe that we're in the year of 2022. I, it just seems insane. I remember thinking back to whenever I was in like grade school of, oh my, 2014 when I graduate is going to be forever away and it's going to be crazy. We're going to be flying around like the Jetsons. And then here we are, we're like, we're still not flying around like the Jetsons. And I'm, I am a okay with that. But anyway, what I wanted to talk to you about is last episode, we talked about the fast that we did in January and how incredible it was and how we were on like such a spiritual high and how God had truly came through in such an incredible way. Um, and it just, it's, it was amazing. However, it seemed right after that, <laughs> that Satan just, I mean, I, I hate to give him so much credit, but he truly knew how to knock me off course quick. And it's scary and sad and it sucks, but it's reality. And he, no matter how good you do, um, which if you don't know Joyce Meyer, I love Joyce Meyer. I, I feel like I'm constantly reading one of her devotional books. It doesn't matter which one, but I love all of them. I just love her realness, her rawness. And I, I truly believe that that is kind of in a way, the way that God has created me to share my testimony is just so real, raw, and vulnerable. And I just I love that about her too. And so I, I hope that you you can see that in myself also, but that's beside the point. Anyway, she always says new level, new devil and how true that statement rings. And and if you feel like you have overcome something, you know exactly what we're talking about here. And the fact like you just conquer it. Like we, we went the entire month of January fasting something, fasting something that God told you to fast. 
you conquered that sucker. And then next thing you know, here's Satan to remind you that you're human and that you're weak. And that is exactly what happened. I I was on a high. I felt like I really had conquered a lot of things that Satan was trying to beat me up over or just this, that, or another that I was struggling with. And it seemed like I was completely and totally blindsided because where I felt so good in so many other areas, I was reminded one day specifically of grief. I was riddled with grief. I mean, it was so bad that I remember just crying and feeling like anxiety had taken over my body. And I asked God, why do I feel this way? What is happening to me? And he reminded me that a new year is so inspiring and encouraging and motivating, but it's also very fearful for me because since 2016, there has been only one full year that I have not had a miscarriage. And that is crazy for me to even fathom. 2016 to 2022, there's only been one full year. And mind you, that was the year of 2020. So it's not like I had like a a peaceful year to not endure some heartache. I think that we're still, you know, feeling the recourse of 2022. Or 2020. So, I mean, it was traumatizing for a lot of people. And so that of all years is the year that I did not have to go through a miscarriage. It seems like every single year I have prayed and I have begged God, please do not let me have another one this year. I cannot go through another one. And last year I had two pretty much back to back. Um, We had found out that I was pregnant in February, and um, I remember just being terrified. That was my first emotion, was just, I was terrified. And everything inside of me wants to be excited, but the fear is crippling. I, of course, I, I lost that baby, and... Shortly after, I found out that I was pregnant again, and my doctor had gotten me on some medication, and um, they had found out that my progesterone levels were like nothing, and so they had got me on some progesterone, and they said that there's a, a good chance that this baby will will make it through as long as we can keep your progesterone levels up to where they need to be, and so... We were so hopeful. We felt so positive. We had we had made it longer than we had made it in any other pregnancy. And so we just truly felt like this is it. And it it wasn't. And um of course we ended up having to have a DNC for for that pregnancy it rocked me to my core and it was like right in the beginning of the year, you know? And so, um, I ended up having my DNC in June, um, like end of June, July. So 
the first part of last year was just, I don't, I don't even feel like I remember it. It was just such a roller coaster ride of emotions and it was so hard. But then the end of the year, just, it felt like God had just revealed so much to us and it was so hopeful and we got our boys, our Thor and Loki, um, they're now six months old, golden retrievers, and they are our true rainbows. <laughs> I can't tell you how much joy they bring us every single day. And it was just the life that we really needed to bring in our home after such a really tough time. We were able to find answers last year. So it was just a really busy year. Um, I was diagnosed with PCOS and, um, we had figured out some things with my, um, my testosterone levels, my progesterone levels, like all of the things. And so, um, I'm, I'm still on those hormonal medicines, kind of like a trial run for, um, about a year and we'll see how it goes. As I reflect on 2021, I realized that that's something, that fear that is, is embedded it's, it's there and it's real and the grief is, it is there and it is gripping and I don't mean to cry. I'm so sorry, but, um, and I'm an ugly crier. So thank goodness you can't see my face, but you do have to listen to my snot and <laughs> my, my terrible crying voice. But I, I hope you know that where there are emotions of fear and grief and sadness, there can also be emotions of hope and joy and life. So where 2022, I'm stepping in and I realize how excited I am for a new year and how excited I am for the things that we already have planned for 2022, the things that we look forward to, the fast that was incredible. And honestly, that probably took my mind off of the reality of a new year so much to the point where I didn't realize it until after the fast. I was like, wow, I realize that every single year I am fearful and I step into a new year with hope, but I also step into it with fear because I, I just don't want to have to go through another miscarriage. And, uh, so I realize there is always some sort of a fear that people have or associate with roller coasters, I feel like. And whether it is like they don't like how fast they go, they don't like how jerky they are, they don't like the fear of, of being derailed or the fear of falling out or just there, there, I feel like there's always a fear some sort of fear associated with roller coasters. Now, granted, I will still ride them, certain ones, but there is some sort of a fear that, that I think of every single time I get on a roller coaster. So imagine the scariest roller coaster that you could possibly even fathom and getting on that and riding continuously. It's like you're still living in the reality of this crazy nightmare <laughs> and it's hard. It's so hard because you realize that you have lost something and grief 
doesn't have to be with a miscarriage or a death. It can be as simple as losing a friendship or or losing a job or any sort of change in your life. You realize that what was will never be again or what was isn't currently. And, and that is so hard. That's a really hard thing to explain. And it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around sometimes. I know for me, my first miscarriage, I, I was so consumed by grief because you, you not only are losing this baby that you had already planned the nursery, you had already planned their names, you had already made all of these incredible plans. The moment that you even start planning or you even start thinking about trying to have children, you already start this planning process. And so when you lose that, you're grieving that baby, but you're also grieving everything else. For me, I remember grieving the fact that I would never be able to be excited about a positive pregnancy test ever again. And it doesn't mean that I I wouldn't be excited to see another positive pregnancy test, but it's the fact that I wouldn't be, that wouldn't be my only emotion anymore. So where you see a positive pregnancy test, you're so excited and you're so hopeful. But for me, I'm not. Anytime I have ever seen a pregnancy test since that first one, I cry. I, I sob like it's the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. And it's not because that's what I believe. It's because I am so hopeful and I'm so excited, but I'm also terrified to my core. I am so scared that my reality will never be to hold my physical child in my hands. And I know that God has incredible plans for us. And if that is not to hold my physical child in my hands, my our own DNA, our own flesh and blood, if it is not our purpose, if that is not what we're supposed to do, I trust him. I do. But that doesn't mean that I, I am not going to continue to grieve. And that doesn't mean that grief is just flick of a switch and you're healed. Grief is crying in the middle of a grocery store for no reason. (laughs) Grief is crying whenever you're happy. Grief is crying or not always crying, but like scared or, or even numb or even just feeling like you're at a loss for words or movement or, or life. I don't know exactly where I'm going with this podcast, and I'm, go- I'm just going to be honest with you. It has been a week. However, I just want you to know that mourning and dancing can happen at the same time. Hopefulness and grief and fear 
they can happen at the same time. I know countless times I have told myself, I cannot be happy right now. I cannot be happy right now. But that is a lie from Satan. Because joy comes from Jesus. And it's not about being happy. It's about having this joy in your spirit. It's about having this joy in your heart. Because only that joy comes from God. He supplies that even whenever it feels like the whole entire world is crashing down around you. He provides peace and he provides comfort and he provides joy. So allow yourself to grieve. Allow yourself to feel those feelings because they're real and they're raw and they're ugly. But also know that you can rise above. Know that you can find peace, joy, and comfort in the same breath that you have fear. So if you came into 2022 with fear or uncertainty or or feeling like this year is not going to be the same, this year is going to look completely different and you have no idea what it's supposed to look like, you have no idea what you're supposed to do, you have no idea what your purpose is for 2022, it's okay. Me neither. What we're called to do is to put one foot in front of the other, hold our heads high, love each person that we encounter, judge not, give grace freely, and just walk in his peace, joy, and comfort. Know that he has already gone before us and that he is orchestrating our next steps and just enjoy life. Don't be stuck in 2021. Don't live stuck in all of those years of grief. Don't live in the past. Don't live in the what ifs, but instead live in the present moment. Decide to be present. Decide to know that you can rise above, that no matter how many fiery daggers that Satan decides to throw your way to get you off course, know that Satan has already been defeated, that God has already won that victory, and that you can rise above, that you will rise above, because you have a God that is greater than anything that you could face or imagine. He's on your side. I'm on your side. I'm praying for you today, and I want you to know that you are not alone in this season of grief. You are not alone in your season of uncertainty, and that if you just lean into God, He will provide. He will make a way, and that He will show you His purpose and His His provision. I read a quote today that really, truly rocked me. It says, When God gives you a vision... When he lays something on your heart, see it through. Sometimes following him looks really, really crazy to everyone else. But when you step out on faith, he will never fail to meet you there. So are you going to meet him there? Are you going to look to him? Are you going to allow him to meet you there? I know countless times that I have said that God was not there. But in reality, I wasn't looking for him. I was walking the other way. So turn around, face him, let him hold you, 
Let him take your junk. Let him take it and make something of it. Because when he does, it's incredible. Without him, I am nothing. He has made every single one of my ridiculously sticky situations, each one of my heartaches, he has made it for good. And no matter how hard that is to handle, no matter how much grief is left behind, I know that I can keep giving it back to him. I can keep laying it at his feet, leaving it surrendered, and that he will meet me there. So meet him there, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this podcast hit you in the heartstrings or you know someone who can relate, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a rate and review on whatever platform you're listening on. Share it with your friends, post it on social media, and tag me so I can personally thank you for tuning in and allowing me to get real and vulnerable with you. I cannot wait to see you on the next episode with me. Have the best day, friend.